0: More on the return to office issues, and the end of the iPod era. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. Learn more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a three-part Mac Voices Live conversation with our panel. This time around, we're continuing a discussion of return-to-office issues uh, sparked by the resignation of one of Apple's high-visibility employees. We also take a look at the end of the iPod era. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Frank, before you say anything, I want to welcome Guy Searle in. Um, for folks who don't know him, he's, he's now is hanging I, out at the bottom of my screen. I'm not sure where he is on your screen.
1: He's don't even know where on, I am. Depending on what mic so, he's using. <laughs> yeah, so
2: good to have you, Guy. Same, mic for four weeks now. Thank you very much. Wow. Have you watched some, it?
0: some kind of record. You sleep so that... Frank, you were going to say...
3: Yeah, it was funny when I read uh, the article Warren was talking about, it made me think of a, uh, a news story I saw during the pandemic. And a reporter asked a woman, he said, OK, she had lived through the Spanish flu. And no, 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 it was a, she had lived through World War II and stuff. And he said that just you know upended everything in society. He goes, how long was it before you got back to normal? And she responded, what do you mean get back to normal? We never got back to normal. She goes, the life you're living now that you think is normal is what we came back to. Before the war, women weren't working in in metal shops and building airplanes. They weren't doing all of this stuff. It becomes a paradigm shift. Hmm. And it's sort of when Warren started telling me that, I started thinking, whether you work from home unless you physically have to be at a place where you have to like, you know, rivet something Uh, at the end of the day, you're still going to be measured by, did you accomplish what you were paid for? And if you didn't accomplish what you were paid for, whether you're in the building or you're out of the building, you're out of work.
4: But if two people accomplish what they are supposed to do and are equal and you know, you, you be, you know, there's personality, you know, you get ahead, not just by doing the work you're supposed to do, but you get ahead by clicking with people that hire that are, you know, you're, you who could promote you up and clicking with people is hard.
3: I, I know
4: it's hard to over telecommuting over uh, zoom meetings uh, and over chat. True. To click with people, whereas if you're in an office, you know, and you are you know sitting at a table in the office with two were coffee, that's different. so I mean it, again in a world where if one was telecommuting and the other one was in the office and that supervisor was in the office too, and they both produced the exact same if they're if they were equally matched in almost every you know right department. I think you would win out if you were in the office person. I know you would
3: because yeah, you clicked. Mm, will uh, that work in the new paradigm? That may not be as important in the new paradigm.
0: Yeah, well, that's that. That's thing. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Warren, um, but I'm not. You know, if that's the case, then that's max of favoritism. Yeah. Okay. If if, if I think, Frank think if I it was you,
4: thing, if it was you, and you, you know, you became friendly with somebody who was. You know, in, in working on your team compared to somebody who, you know, Dave, who's out in the telecommuting and he does really well and about the same, it's favoritism, but that's not favoritism. That's personality
0: and company
4: culture is
0: part of, part of well, it. Well, company culture, yes, but that's still favoritism. I mean, if if David and I are producing, if we both have the same job and we're producing the same thing and one of us is getting promoted you know, because we have one location, we're at one location versus another. Then there is something something out of whack. David, you wanted to get in on this.
1: Yeah. Um, so first off, as far as as far as people working, uh, whether it be remote or, or or in the office, I mean, going back when the pandemic started a Lot of companies have had extreme success with people working from home and being productive. Yeah. You know, companies have had major profits that were happening over the last two, you know, two years uh, since since the pandemic started. So, you know, and to, to the point of that, I don't I don't think there's any problem with people working from home and not being productive, uh, because they are productive. They can they don't get bothered, they, they can get their job done and get things done. Um, companies' cultures these days, they they still want that. F- face-to-face interaction that's where a a lot of companies are 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 really pushing they want to get that back but we're still getting step backs because we keep having outbreaks you know we keep having the same issues but companies are also adapting the fact that they also have the capabilities of creating hybrid technologies working from not only from home but also in the office a lot of companies are setting up hybrid type rooms so they they can they they can uh, work Seamlessly in both ways. I, I witnessed it firsthand uh, where the meeting was going on today, and there, some people were at, at home and some people were in the office, and they were doing a presentation, and it was it was it went great because it, you know they, they were able to do it. The other thing, uh, the point I was going to make is the fact that I think a lot of there are also companies taking advantage of, of employees and seeing the fact sure. that if if uh, uh, if if they see that a company wants everybody to come back 100. percent uh, and then this other company is, is doing things you know, 100% remote. They're trying to poach these these employees. They they they, they have this you know, secondhand, thirdhand knowledge that their company is actually doing things like, uh, oh yeah, you have to work from home, work in the office three to four four days a week, whereas this company is saying, okay, we're we're, we're 100% remote, and it's enticing people who do like working from home to potentially leave their careers from a you know, pre from that, their current employer and, and moving on to someplace else. I think that's happening. You're, I'm starting to hear those stories more and more. But you know,
0: David, I, I, I think I object to the word poach um, because. Well, take, uh, take it, 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 try, try to try to get them to come yeah, to their company. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause I know I've seen that where, you know, somebody, Somebody at a company I work, work for, and hypothetically, you know, says, I don't want to come back. And they, well, you have to come back. And then somebody says, well, you know what, we'll pay you as much, maybe maybe more, maybe less. And we'll give you what you want. You know, well, yeah. The, I mean, that's the nature of, right. of recruiting somebody for, away from a competitor or recruiting somebody that you want to get under your roof.
1: Right. That before. happens all the time. That happens all the time. Yeah. You know, they're off, they're, they're these high promises. that, You know, big time signing bonuses. You're going to come to come work for us. That, that 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 happens too. But now I'm seeing them even giving that enticing of the fact that, hey, we we're working 100 remote, so you can just work from home 100 of the time. So why not come work for us?
0: Well, and and what and and okay, I'm about to say the word that is shouldn't be said. So I'll apologize in advance, but. And I can think of one person that I know running a company that pre-pandemic was shocked because the millennials, he, they have been struggling with how to to uh, deal with millennials because the millennials, you know, they say, well, we give you a thousand dollar bonus. Oh, great. Thank you very much. You know, well, we'll give you $500, you know, extra for this project. Oh, that's great. Thank you. We'll give you a day off. Oh my God, you're the best boss ever. <laughs> and so they, the, the millennials seem to not have the same value money value or money sense they right. had more i you right. know I, I we we want the quote unquote quote work life balance that's much more important to them, and right. so now you you have this situation where we have remote work and i mean not and it's not just millennials I get that so please no emails folks
4: yeah. but
0: um you know it's it, it's it's all in how and what you like and what you want to do um And and I mean, I I can argue it both ways because I think there's definitely some value. There is a lot of value into getting together in person, but because of the collaboration aspect and the random interactions. um, But I also think there's more pressure than ever now that if if you want me in a meeting in person, you better be making that meeting valuable to me. Or next time, I think I may just phone it in or skip it. Because you know, now if you're if you're just getting together just to say we're having our you know our staff meeting on you know Wednesday afternoon and it's just you know the same old thing you drone on and on. Well, you know, my attention span is gone. I've got stuff yeah. I need to get done. Right. Guy, you've you've been really yeah. quiet on this. Do That's you have any thoughts on this?
2: Um, I think a lot of it is because of the nature of my job, I have had to go into the office almost every day for two years and now that they're kind of starting to insist that people come back i worked from home today and half the day i didn't know what to do with myself because i was just (laughs) so used to being in the office every day and it's like wait hold on well i i need to do this this thing But I can't because I'm not in the office because of the nature of my job. So the people that are there, I'm depending on them to take care of the things that I've spent the last two years doing in the office. And I don't know if they did those things today or not. I won't know until tomorrow when I'm in the office. So... (sighs) It, it it's it's nice to be in a familiar environment, in a comfortable environment where I don't have to put on slacks and I don't have to wear a button down shirt. I can sit here at my desk in shorts and uh, t-shirt and slippers. But I don't know if I'm being as productive as I would have been if I was in the office, so I'm I'm still, you know, like I said, I've spent the last two years still being in the office. So I'm, I'm kind of unsure as to whether this is going to work for me or not. And it's not an age thing. It's not a generational thing. It's just some jobs work better. Even, even office jobs, some office jobs just work better when you're in the office.
1: Yeah. I mean, Agreed. same thing with my yeah. job. I mean, I, there's times I have to be in the office because I need access to our network, maybe to just security.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I can't yeah. do
1: it from home. So I, there's, there's lots of times I have to get, get work done well, because i not, I mean, yeah, I don't have yeah. a, I don't have a lab sitting here in my house where I can set up, you know, 10 laptops mm-hmm. and start, start doing work here in my house. So yeah, I got, I got to do it from the office. So there there are yeah, times I, I
4: gotta, gotta go. And, and there, there actually are a lot of people have trouble working from home. Um, Yeah, now because I have a challenge with it sometimes some people yeah so i worked from home a long time ago before even covid and i quit this was a while ago but i quit after six months because it drove me crazy I, i i couldn't do it i couldn't separate the work and life and you know distractions and things like that and even nowadays you know there's still distractions i know it's you know we don't have to go into the office uh we don't have to commute and things like that but there's there's you know there's dogs and kids and people knocking on your doors and there's things that are not conducive to a work environment in your home yep, and yep. a lot of times you know actually the company um for now we have No before which is a training platform i'm sure dave probably heard of it maybe but it's um anyway one of the courses is you know how to work from home and literally you know they it's 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 actually funny because they're like you know you got to create this experience but the funny part is like in the morning tell your kids that you'll be only available from 12 to 1 and from 5 to you know so as, as you know it's it's actually not it's it's easy in a lot of ways but it's a big shift for companies and people to learn how to do it um, you know, we've we're in tech. We are good with our tech, which is important now uh for for working at home. But believe me, my in-laws and people who called me obviously for the help desk, they they they're in hell a lot of times because they can't figure out how to fix their computers or their phone's not working, and it's a lot harder to to get that resolved than it is if you're in the office. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, as, as uh, we started out uh, and Warren said it so well, you know, there are no right answers here. There are a lot of moving parts and everybody's trying to figure out what the best balancing act is for their company, for themselves. Um, You know, so if you have thoughts, folks, we'd love to hear them, you know, because I, the challenging thing is, I think that no matter what your position is, you can find other people to support it and other people to tear it down. That, you yeah. know, this, is, mm-hmm. this works for me, but it absolutely doesn't work for me. That works for me, but it does absolutely doesn't work for me.
4: I, Every I talk situation to
0: people is the, different. Yeah, I talk to people in the same company, and they say, yeah, it's working great. You know, our employees are happy, and we're, and we're getting stuff done. And mm-hmm. you talk to another person in the same company, and, oh, it's terrible. You know, our service is down. Our productivity is down. And it's like, well, okay, so how are you, you know, are you guys sharing measurements? I mean, are you, have you yeah. really figured this out? This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance. There are some amazing doctors out there, but really the only ones that matter are the ones who actually take your insurance. With ZocDoc, you can focus on doctors who are in-network, putting you on the path to seeing the doctors who are right for you. No more wasting time hunting down Aunt Shirley's cash-only chiropractor or the dentist your coworker recommended who's out of your network. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. Find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. After all, you are the patient. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot slash MacVoices. zocdoccom MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting Mac Voices.
4: And I'm not going to side with this guy who quit. I'm going to side probably with Apple. You know, it's their business. You know, it's their their decisions. And you know, they sat down. The the executives sat down and said, "Listen, what's better for us as a company?" And somebody said, "I think it's better that we get back together." And and there must be reasons. It's, I don't I don't think they're just saying that for the heck of it. I think dude, they looked at something and said, "You know, we saw better." Results in this kind of area when people were here in the office.
3: But, you know, I find it really strange with Apple because, as I recall, correct me if I'm wrong. Excuse me. When they opened up the spaceship, wasn't one of the biggest complaints is it was too open that people couldn't get things done because they were getting disrupted all the time?
4: Yeah, I think they put walls up afterwards. Inside. Yeah, and
3: people were walking into them. Yeah yeah but the glass walls like, the
0: glass walls sort of go like a just one half dozen the other yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 no i mean you're right you know there's no question that there are distractions at home there are also distractions in the office sure. you know but for some reason they seem to be more acceptable in the office i don't know well Webb had a number of because you're being watched well yeah Webb had a number of great comments and i want to i want to rip, rip through them here real quick because he's right uh it says if it's been my experience that remote work is not completely effective when it does come to ad hoc interactions and meetings. And I agree with that web. Um, but as I said before, I think the challenge is to make sure that those in, in person things are more are, are productive and not just uh, routine. Um, um, but as an employer uh, I get to make the work rules. I have others. I am accountable to my customers and stockholders. Absolutely right. Um, now I do agree that in some circumstances I like work from home just so I can put my head down and get stuff done. And yep, you're absolutely right, Web. And that's that's where I think for the right people, I think that's what has happened. And they've be, they've they come they've come to like it. You know that they that maybe they don't have kids or dogs or and, and anything else yeah. that are that are distracting them. So yeah, to my customers and so, stockholders. Yep, good discussions, guys. Next story, I just threw it in the chat, um, is uh, the the discontinuance of the iPod Touch, which sort of brings to uh, to end an era that we've all lived through and watched evolve. And you know, it's I can't say that I disagree with Apple because you know now, when was the last time you saw iPod Touch in the wild? Yeah, yeah. I don't.
3: And
2: let's let's remember that that the. The 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 era of the iPad ended ten years ago. iPod. Um, The iPod. The iPod Touch. Sorry. Yeah. iPod. uh, iPod era. The iPod Touch isn't really an iPod. It's like an iPhone Lite because it's got apps and it's running iOS and all the rest of that. So you know the 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 end of the iPod really came when they stopped selling music players. To me, you know, it 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 was basically the iPod touch and a Google voice phone number gave you a, a Wi-Fi telephone. So, you know, th- th- there was a lot of things that you could do with an iPod touch that an iPod just wasn't capable of doing. It just didn't have the interface for it. So the fact that they've eliminated... The iPod Touch, I don't think, is really that much of an end of an era as it is. It's okay. well, if you want the same functionality, go out and get an iPhone SE. Yeah.
3: Well, who walks around now carrying a Walkman? And it's like because I was watching YouTube today and there were some people that were uh, bemoaning that this was going on. And you can see it was almost like a grieving process. You know, that you know, part of an era was ending. And I kept thinking, well, I don't see anybody getting that way about their Walkman or disc players, or you know, that's gone well, and we've accepted that.
1: They did so, they they did like them at those times until the iPod came along and then the iPad yeah. iPod just took charge of a music player when it first came out in 2001. It was it was the hot thing, but it was it was it was very new in its in its place, but as as it evolved, and then uh, and then then they they came out the shuffle, and then they have then the iPod Touch. It's first. I mean, I owned the first right. gen iPod Touch. I remember, it was it was it was the greatest thing in the world. I didn't have an iPhone yet at that point when that came out. So, uh, so and and us uh, always having our big big drives full of MP3s and being able to have all of our music in our pocket that was always the big thing. Uh, but iPods, you know iPods will live on, and it'll it'll be. It'll be part of of, of uh, Apple's uh, way just by having an iPhone or any place else that you can listen to music portable. Now, I mean, everybody has their iPhone, so it is it's just right. Like I said, it's pointless to have have an iPod Touch at this point. And you know, the parents are buying kids they're, they're buying the cheap iPhones. Yeah, then. I mean, exactly.
3: So. It was funny. I remember when the iPod came out, Law and Order had just come on, and their yeah. opening shot on one show was two guys come out of the canteen on the Staten Island Ferry. And the one guy looks at the other, he goes, a thousand songs in your pocket. You don't even know a thousand songs. <laughs> and yeah. look what we got now. We're in the millions. But I guess and we, and I, we I don't even it.
2: own them. It's all just yeah. rented.
0: Right, right. I, I guess I look at it as just, okay, it's part of the evolution. As to where we got, I mean, because when Steve yeah. introduced the iPhone, you know, it was an iPod and what an internet, internet device. It was know. an internet, internet device, an iPod and a phone. And a phone right.
3: Three, so three new player, devices. Right, is right, is and what he, he kept said. repeating that. In right. the presentation. Yeah.
0: It is but an iPod. Is, he's a like music player. I think music player. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the, iP- I mean, the iPod was right in there pitching, you know, so it, it got us, it got us all addicted to having that music whether it was streaming, which we have now, but, you know, you could put that thousand songs in your pocket. And yeah. so, you know, and at that time, you know, not a lot of people necessarily owned a thousand songs depending on how big a music person you were. Oh. So, you know, that was one of the hooks to buy an iPhone. Yeah. Now you had the phone and you didn't have to carry two devices. Now you got it all built into one. Right. So, you know, it's, it's, it was, it was a fantastic device. I have still have a bunch of them, yeah. uh, you know, of different generations, but, you know, is there any reason for me to use them now when I have the phone with me 99.9% of the time? No. No, so. Hmm. Still have the it's connectors?
3: Not, there's,
4: there's, there's, oh, is that
0: it's guy? Connectors. iPod Nano.
4: Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, the problem, the problem with the iPod Touches. Oh, touch
2: is, and here you go. 30 pin connector. There we go. There we
1: go. <laughs> oh, God. Well,
3: there so you go. The problem, I,
1: got, I got that iPad right there. 30 so pin the connector. Problem.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the problem with the iPod Touch was that they always just made kind of like an entry level model. I mean, imagine an iPhone 13 Pro Max without a phone. Would you want that? Maybe. Um sorry right in
0: the that. chat room says the music app on the original iPhone was called iPod, wasn't it? I don't think so. The music apps
3: No, it was just a app it on
0: the original iPhone iTunes. I don't even
3: think it was a name for it.
2: Wasn't it just iTunes? I think it was just I thought was I thought it was yeah, just music.
0: Is iTunes. Or iTunes, yeah. I think it was yeah. iTunes. Yeah. I I, I I could be wrong, Brett, but I think it was iTunes.
4: I think it was iTunes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: But yeah, I mean, again, they—they, they, it, it was just because it was more or less a base model of a phone uh, without the phone. Again, you know, if you were like a ten-year-old and you know your your parents said you could have an iPod Touch and it looked like a thirteen Pro Max without a phone, they'd be selling off the shelves depending on the price because that's a cooler device. It's got a good camera. It's got, you know, it's got all the, you know, fast, uh, you know, it does everything but make a call. And to be honest with you, there's times in my life where I wish my phone didn't have a phone in it too, you know, but it is what it is.
2: I can't get my wife to call me. She just texts me. She voice texts me all the time. Seriously. It tasks me. It tasks me and I shall have him.
4: Think about (laughs) on a daily week, how many times you actually get an actual call on your phone and it's, yeah it's not a lot right i mean with all the apps out there and the messaging and things like that it's not a lot and, and to be honest with you every time somebody calls me i, I cringe and panic because they're not going to hear me and I'm not I'm half the anymore.
2: time it's a, it's a damn solicitor anyway yeah, all of our phone out. numbers are now yeah. on all of the the different lists of yeah names they right. call randomly to say either we've won the publishing house clearance or we owe the IRS money.
4: So like if I it's clients if it. it's clients, I don't want them calling. Like I like for people I fix their computers, I don't give them my cell phone number. Is that an amber alert? That's an amber uh, alert.
2: Sorry, sorry.
4: That's totally an amber alert.
2: Yeah, Amber Alert. Sorry.
4: Yeah. Uh.
3: Yeah, I get calls all the time. Uh I live in a studio apartment and I get spam calls all the time about refinancing my mortgage.
4: Yeah. Oh no, no. The car your car's warranty. I had to tell them,
3: hey, I'm in an apartment and then they hang up.
4: I get more calls about my car's warranty than anything yeah. else in, yeah. in the Same world. Of a- anything. It is amazing that this is a thing. And I don't understand why this is a thing.
2: Hey, if they'll warranty my 56 Hudson, I am all for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I, I'll say Brett in the chat room was correct. Uh, I just looked at iOS one a picture of it and the icon indeed
0: said iPod from the music uh-huh. player. Really, really okay. yeah. mm-hmm. good for you, Brett. Good for you. Two points, I Brett. I, I was there. I don't think I remember. I, don't I, remember.
1: I don't know not No, I don't. No, no I, don't I didn't remember. remember either until I went and just went and looked back at an old picture. And said, it sure was a hundred
4: years ago when I was there.
3: I was seven years, years old. old. Two
4: thousand seven. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: It was well, almost it twenty years ago today.
0: With the, with the, the, uh, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I'm mean, glad someone had, got it. Had like a like a roughly 20 year run. I mean that's oh, a yes. darn good run. It was 20 years or something like this, you know. And you think about all. I mean all the evolutions, you know. We uh, again, folks. We don't usually look back necessarily. We tend to look forward. But you know this this is the end of an era, and it's one we live through. But I like to think of it as, OK, we're standing, you know, we're standing on top of all the work that the iPod did sure. that, you know, it, 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 it gave mo- it made most it saved of the us. company. Well, it saved the company, yeah. but it also got most of us used to carrying mobile technology yep. that and that technology just got better and better and better. It's still getting better right now with the cameras. I mean, you know, the first iPhone didn't have a camera.
3: Right. But the iPod it was, was
0: the iPod with Steve
4: Jobs, you know, gleam. He, he, somebody handed him what the Walkman. His daughter was that the story. Some somebody handed him a Walkman cassette player, and for the first time, he listened to it, and he couldn't believe it. And He's like, "This is the future," and he, that's when he started making the iPod. Yeah, yeah.
2: Or the people so, that worked at Apple started making the iPod. Well, that's when yeah. Steve
4: told the people that Apple to make yeah, it.
2: <laughs> make that thing.
4: Make make that, I, I want something I want something this big to have 10 billion songs on it and make it happen. Must so be a they they, they they came up with something this big that hold whatever. Um I think
2: yeah, Motorola Rocker. What a great device.
4: Now yeah, before my before my iPod I, I had I had the first one. I had yeah. the the Motorola iTunes phone. No, 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 no. <laughs> what was the uh, the diamond? I had a real diamond before the iPod so wow! That was my first MP3 player, and I wish I still had it somewhere. I heard that years the real diamond. Yeah, I I
0: I so badly want to take us into a discussion of of why why micro technology is so appealing, and I don't. But that we'll we'll say we'll save that for later.
4: I love it. We Um, should definitely do a show on it.
0: This panel is back in the next edition of Mac Voices to talk about an article that sparked a discussion about databases and why there are no more database applications in any of the office suites. That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page